This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Senate passage of a massive coronavirus relief measure puts the bill one step closer to the president's desk. The House has already voted on its version of the bill, but some changes in the Senate will require another vote before the bill can be signed into law. Speaking on the floor today, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi set up the bill for consideration in the next day or two. The point is we'll be having a further discussion about this bill as we move forward to its passage in the next 24-48 hours. After the chamber passed the bill over the weekend, Pelosi says the Senate is still finishing up some technical aspects of the bill text before sending it back to the House. Among the changes is a tweak to the language on minority farmer debt forgiveness and the removal of a $15 minimum wage. Phil Brasher has more in his coverage on agripulse.com. A pair of Ag Committee senators are offering their thoughts on how USDA should spend money from previous aid bills. Agripulse's Ben Nully has more. Senator Chuck Grassley from Iowa is asking the Department of Agriculture to use unspent COVID ag funding to pay biofuel producers affected by the pandemic. I'm leaving a letter with Democrat Senator Klobuchar to Secretary Vilsack encouraging that department to use its authority to assist biofuel producers. It should be noted that money from the December virus relief bill, which totaled $13 billion, has not yet been spent. Since learning the biofuel industry was suffering financial impacts from the pandemic, Grassley and other biofuel state lawmakers have advocated for relief from USDA. He says Vilsack should move quickly to get money to producers. We're now a full week into March, and Secretary Vilsack has been in office for two weeks. The money that Congress has already provided should be distributed to producers for uh, the virus disruptions as soon as possible. That includes assistance to biofuel producers. As of February 28th, the first and second rounds of the Coronavirus Food Assistance Program have paid out $23.7 billion, but that has not included biofuel producers. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Elsewhere in farm policy, U.S. dairy groups are formalizing their frustrations with Canadian dairy policies. The National Milk Producers Federation, International Dairy Foods Association, and U.S. Dairy Export Council today accused Canada of manipulating its tariff rate quotas. They say Canada has been trying to block entry of products such as U.S. cheese into the market, an action that is negatively impacting U.S. producers. The U.S. has not officially called for a dispute resolution process and is still technically in the consultation phase with Canada. Bill Thompson has more on the situation in his story on agripulse.com. Finally today, a farm leader says he wants to see potential climate action remain producer-focused and stop short of a potential mandate. Rob LaRue is the president of the National Farmers Union. Speaking on this week's open mic, he says they're hearing from Capitol Hill and other places in government about the potential for coming action. But he says NFU and other ag groups have specific goals for the final product. So as long as we are going forward, whether it's regulatory, whether it's you know, through USDA or another agency, if it's up on Capitol Hill, as long as what we continue to hear, and that is that it will be farmer-focused, that it will be workable, uh, that it will have the resources necessary uh, to incentivize voluntary action by farmers and ranchers, 
then I think we'll have a workable solution. I think when you get into more mandates and things where it will just simply add to the cost of uh, farming, there you're getting away from farmer-centric and you're falling uh, victim, I think, to a system that's not going to work. There's more from LaRue, including his thoughts on trade and biofuels policy in this week's Open Mic on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. A recent Farm Bureau poll shows 52% of adults think farmers and ranchers can have a large impact in creating climate solutions. And even more people, 60% of adults, support government-funded research to help agriculture achieve those climate goals. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.